0: The following program is presented by Atmark Media. The PwC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.
1: To the PwC Extra. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and we're back here on the PwC network and at and at at markmedia.com which is a tongue twister j- jargo if you listen if you're gonna listen to this because dude saying at at markmedia.com is a friggin tongue twister. But anyway in saying that I've got my host once again he's, he's he's back for a second time he's so good we brought him back twice. In, in like literally like in, in like 40 minutes <laughs> Michael Davis welcome back man to the extra
2: yeah thank you for having me back it felt, it felt like so so long ago
1: <laughs> I know tell me about it dude last time I spoke to you you were in North Carolina oh wait a minute you're still in North Carolina
2: <laughs> yeah I'm still in North Carolina for West K weekend and um, um get ready to just hang out just pretty much having a black time of my life with the show they got have with the main event being a man kind of black with Buddy Murphy 4 so I'm really excited, excited
1: about that yeah you got me excited about that and I'm, I'm a bit jelly to be able uh, to be honest with you bro I wish I was there to see that match I mean Buddy Murphy obviously for my neck of the woods if you can't tell by the way I speak even though i probably sound a little bit different but still you know it's that crikey friggin accent but um, man, I hope Buddy Murphy does win, though, dude. I, I think he will actually. I think he'll get his first win. And and why I think that, I even think M- Malaka Black, aka uh, Malachi Black, will actually give him his comeuppance and let him take a W for once, dude.
2: I think. I think. I think that 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 should, should happen, honestly, because. Um, They're talking. but Buddy Buddy Murphy has been. Uh, working his ass off ever since he, he, he got released. And, I mean, the the, the way he, the, the physique is, is proven it because he's been getting jacked to the gills. Well, um, right. I mean, he over here having match against freaking Okada, crying out loud. I think this guy's, I mean, for me, wants him to win. win. I mean, I don't want to be, be mad if uh, Mac Black wins, but the, the winner of this match, the whole show, I might add, is going to be the fans, because, that 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 play is gonna be going crazy for for this match, and I, I and it got gonna, gonna be a really good good match up between these two.
1: Yeah, man. I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. it. It should be on Fight TV, right? Do you know?
2: Um, I I think it it might be for international people, but last time I Check is on Titan Match Western Network dot com. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I want I want to look into that. If I don't have to pay for it now. Nah i'm joking i probably should pay for it you know what i'm saying but because you know indies you know need every every dollar that, you know the fans can give you know they're the ones that really need our support people not these big you know companies like wwe we don't deserve our friggin money lord knows how much money i've given Vince McMahon over the years man <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I spent hundreds of dollars on WrestleCade. It's my third time being in WrestleCade, and I, I honestly I I I'm not uh wasting my money. This has been a great experience every time I I, I, I get here.
1: Absolutely, and you wouldn't be wasting your money going to WrestleCade unlike other companies. But insane! Now we got some news with Ring of Honor, dude. With the status of Jonathan Grisham, Dalton Castle, and Silas Young. Well, as we know, you know Ring of Ring of Honor announced last month that they will be going on a hiatus following the end of their final battle 2021 event this december as part of this oncoming hiatus the company will be making major changes to their business operations and will be releasing all of their talent in two phases the first being at the end of this year and the other being on march 31st 2022. but during a recent interview with pw insider with pw insider jonathan grisham revealed that his contract with ring of honor expires this december grisham stated and this is what he says and i quote my thoughts is that it sucks, and I'm sad that I had to come to this. The reasons why I did not know that wasn't discussed with me, but my heart goes out to a lot of the boys that were relying on this, as well as myself. The salaries that we were getting, these monthly paychecks that we were getting, and now just abruptly it's over. Mine ends in December. That's the last check that I'll be, get, that I'll be getting from Sinclair and Ring of Vanna in particular, and it's putting me in a different mindset. And the one thing it has done for me is I'm hoping that it did the same with other guys. But it lit a fire up under me. I'd gotten really comfortable. I had stopped grinding for a little while. Like I said, like I used to, while I was traveling all over the world and resting pretty much anybody. And I was okay with doing that for some reason because I was getting this amount of money every month. But now that it's gone, I have the fire again. And I feel like I would enjoy resting even more now that I don't have this paycheck coming in every month from ring of honor. So that's just the way I'm taking it. My heart just goes out to the boys that have mortgages and families and things of that nature. So that's where my heart is at the moment. First of all, I just want to say, why did he say that he's going to be like more in the mood basically while, because he's not getting those monthly checks anymore. Now, Mr. Grisham, if I were you, man, I wouldn't say that, so promoters hear that shit. That's just me,
0: right.
1: Michael. What do you think, bro? Uh,
2: um, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I would never been, I never been a, a fan of Donald Gresham. Uh, really, he, he always been a uh, uh, weird to me. Every time he, I mean, every time he wants in the ring, like when he does that freaking drop kick, like a freaking uh, like a hunchback of Notre Dame looking guy.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, just shit. He, he looks, looks ridiculous, and he, this guy looks. He, the guy, my 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 baby brother, my six, 16 year old brother, is taller than your punk ass. Okay,
1: so <laughs> I think everybody's taller than freaking Jonathan Grisham, to be honest. Probably, but
2: um, uh, but honestly, the the whole this whole situation, the whole with uh, the of wire getting cutting everybody, it's is is it's tough. It's sad because you just now having guys like the kingdom winning championships. Right. Darn Castle, Castle winning the TV championship from Dragon Lee. Um And uh, John McWhister is challenging for the World Heavy Championship at a uh, final battle against Bandito. So yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But um, you always know, have – I mean, Jay Lee, though, it's already gone from Ring 1 to AEW. And there were rumor that, uh, like most of the people that that was, that was rumored, that, uh, on that in that list that was that was false, quote unquote, that signed AEW. Well, again, j Leo Was part of that 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 list? So,
1: exactly.
2: It might be half right, might be half 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 uh, false, but in the meantime, I don't know where these these guys will go. But only time will tell.
1: Yeah, and and he was part of that list that AEW apparently signed, right? I'm talking about Jonathan Grisham.
2: Um, I, I think so, but I don't think he will. He will fit in um, in AEW. I mean, he better all into Activision, um Impact, or New Japan.
1: Yeah, New Japan definitely Impact. Yeah, but definitely he suits more New Japan. In saying that, I would love to see a match between himself and and uh, Brian Danielson, though. I think that'd be a great match. But still, he'll get lost in the pecking order in AEW real fast. I think so. It is what it is. But. Uh, Excuse me. But, uh, but but funny enough, look who he's married to, though, dude. Oh, yeah. That that, that chick. Um, yeah, that chick. Exactly. We don't even have to mention her name. But tell me she wouldn't eat him alive. See,
0: she
1: would
2: eat anyone alive. And, I mean, <laughs> funny enough, I actually saw her uh, wrestle last, last night. And I, I didn't even know she was wrestling last, last night. It was. It, uh,
1: it, I feel it, sorry it, for you, dude.
2: Yeah, it was a complete in part two championship match, and I mean, Joan Grace, she's not a bad wrestler, okay?
1: Nah, no, not at all. I just can't stand her as a person, bro.
2: Yeah, that that's exactly my point. I mean, that I hate her as a point, person because she over here bragging about how how many dick piss he gets on a regular oh. basis, and <laughs> I, I, I I call I'll call her on it. Same with H.O. Uh, Brown, and we got blocked by her on social media. So like. <laughs> Why, why, is it, why is I why for you, you gotta be, bragging about, getting dick pics, from random strangers, <laughs> actually, I don't know, going out there, and giving you all, being one of the best women, wrestler in the world.
1: mundo, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> so, I know, this girl's the biggest snowflake, too man, on the internet as well, dude. I, I just, I can't stand her, stop showing your freaking booty, everywhere, and every time you, freaking log on to twitter for christ's sake please
2: yeah stop showing your ass asshole and your boobs and <laughs> and after afterwards uh act like it is sexist that men ass how hot you are <laughs> oh,
1: that's oh. the problem she fucking thinks she's hot stuff and then she posts all these freaking pics practically naked and then she turns around and calls people sexist. Like, really, really? You
2: gotta be joking,
1: man. This woman, dude, get a life, bitch. I said it. It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and that's another one. Anyway, we move on. We, oh, we move. Give me one moment, actually, Nick, for a second. sorry dude that was a freaking phone call I was getting that was busting my balls so I thought it might have been important so anyway fuck that let's get back to the news so during a recent interview with with the Gentlemen's Club podcast Dalton Castle revealed that he's also among the ring of honor talent whose contracts expire at the end of this year Castle stated I only have two months left on my contract before I'm completely fired ring of honor has given us all the boot at the end of the year And besides Grisham and Castle, FIFAL Selects reported that their sources stated that Silas Young's contract with Ring of Honor also expires at the end of this year. Young reportedly had been seen backstage at Impact Racing's recent tapings in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was reported that it's currently not known if Young was only visiting or if he was in talks with Impact officials for a potential contract with the company. What do you think, bro? Uh, I
2: think. I think uh Silas Young you know, and the uh, uh Impact is not with really a, a good fit. I mean he, he better off in uh, in NWA.
1: Yeah, I I agree man. I I agree 100%. You know what? Solace Young reminds me of of a young Jesse the Body Ventura speaking of Minnesotans. Uh
2: you got all uh, all all the all the Minnesota, uh wrestlers you, you compare him to the guy could have him prepared to judge by adventurer.
1: Absolutely. First of, all, just- First of all, he don't they, they can't you see the, the resemblance there? I mean, is it just me?
2: I mean, is it because he has, has a, a handlebar mustache? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. 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 But it's not just that. I, I really do think his head kind of reminds me of Jesse the Body Ventura. I don't know what it is. It's not just a mustache. Just I don't know. Yeah, it just reminds me of the body.
2: Well, well I mean, I hope I hope let's hope Science Don't have any brain so it's like did you, oh,
1: Ventura. Damn. Damn, that's cold, bro. That's real cold, man. Fine. I'll never compare any Minnesota wrestler to Jesse the Body Ventura again. <laughs> never. Never. Sorry, Mr. Governor. My bad. <laughs> I'm joking, man. But he does. Well, you think Solis Young is much better than Jesse the Body Ventura?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was never really a, a Jesse Ventura fan. Like I, I heard what uh, what he'd been doing uh, uh, as a governor, as a personality in WWE. Right. I, mean, he, I, don't, I don't think he. I I never really liked liked him.
1: Yeah. See, I grew up on his commentating, bro, and I used to love his commentary, man. Him wrestling was before my time, but as a commentator, I thought he was great, man.
2: Yeah, he was a better commentary. But as far as uh, him, you know, on on my TV, get get him off.
1: (laughs) Wow, that is cold. Sorry, Jesse, I tried, (laughs) I tried but anyway where, where, where are we now so after that but where, what about fucking, uh we haven't even spoken about uh dalton castle just yet man i felt like say five years ago this guy was a hot property in all of professional wrestling for whatever reason that candle has definitely been turned off and being blown out do you think there's any uh i know he's got a bad back and it'll probably hinder him in the future but do you see any future in dalton castle in say AEW because I know that he's boys or the boys, whatever you want to call them, as as JL would say, my buy, my bye, which is kind of creepy <laughs> to me. But um, yeah, do you think he ends up in AEW possibly?
2: I mean, I I, I don't I want to mind since seeing him in AEW and you know do the quote unquote over challenges like. Like, like the for the TNA championship. Apparently there has been open challenges all over the place over there. But um I don't yeah, wanna mind that's him that's a thing. <laughs> I wanna mind him challenging for the for that belt and eventually get signed to, to AEW. Um I mean I don't wanna mind him going having him go to uh, Impact wrestling too. Because they have a catch character over there. You got like guys like John Stringer, um, Fala Ball Decay, you know, he can hang out with all, those guys. If, if he, really he can hang out. He can hang out with
1: Decay, maybe even.
2: I mean, if they're doing that if they're rich, freaking wrestle House uh thing again. I mean, it, 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 it could happen.
1: <laughs> right. uh Well, he does actually. In this case, I think he does suit Impact Wrestling far more than say AEW. And but if he did go to AEW, at least T- TK would probably get his actual song. You know the Queen song use the actual Queen song and what? not the, you know the mock-up version that he used in Ring of Honor, which is actually quite good for what it is. But you know, TK doesn't mind. Sorry, I, I think that would be too expensive. You you think?
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, Queen songs are not are not are not cheap.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, but you're probably right. I mean, Freddie Mercury doesn't come cheap, obviously.
2: <laughs> i mean he could use that in, in indies but i don't know about using that
1: in, in AEW. yeah you that's true you're probably right well we got even more news track and it's everybody's favorite tag team the young bucks apparently the young bucks have signed a contract extension with AEW that will keep him in the company until at least 2024 the Wrestling observer reported that the original contracts were set to expire on january 1st 22 the Bucks announced earlier this week that their contracts rolled over for two more years, and confirmed today that their new deals are until 2024. The Bucks are also, of course, executive vice presidents in A. W. along with Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. So we're, we're going to get another two years of the Bucks, man! Yay! Mate. Woo! Give me a can't wait break. for more. Spot. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for more spot fest. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. look man I think it's no it's it's no secret that you and I were actually buck fans at one stage and look man I, I'm still fans of theirs. let's not get it twisted, but I'm gonna call them out on their bullshit too bro. you know what I mean as you as you would too. I mean fuck man these dudes I know they think they know how to fucking be professional wrestlers. And I use that term lightly. When I say professional wrestlers, I'm not talking about being in the ring. I'm talking about the fundamentals, how to sell, how to, like, you know, do less is more where they don't have to always do a spot here, a spot there. Slow the fuck down. They don't know that shit. I'm sorry, but they don't know the fundamentals, even though they'll think differently. Am I wrong in saying that, Track? No,
2: no you're, not, you're, not, you're not wrong. And they, they definitely need to learn. Uh... How to, how to have wrestling matches Instead uh, of having gymnastic matches right. And this This is a problem I have for I've been having the, With the Bucks for years and It's like yeah I, I, we, I've i been a, a Young Bucks fan I, I marked out Counts of times When they came out When, when they were wrestling uh, In Minnesota for Absolutely Warner. But now, now It's
0: right.
2: like <laughs> but, but now it's like They just Continue to do the same Stick get their shit in, And just Like Duty and uh, uh, trying to pretty much trying to kill themselves so they can try and get the approval of, of Gay, it's like- Gay Meltzer. There's like Gay Oh,
1: Gay Meltzer, that's so true, man. That's so true. But you're right. I mean, who the fuck names their fucking finisher the Meltzer Driver? Seriously.
2: And I, this, like Mark Mark Tart, that, That's what <laughs> they that would name him. It's just like the, the,
1: the Mark Todd.
2: It's just like, it's crazy how... Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> continue on there, Mike. I don't know why I got booze there. But yeah, continue on.
2: It's crazy how that the, uh, the fall the in match between them and the dress express got five stars at full gear. Like, that was nowhere near five stars, and he knows it.
1: Yes, it was five stars, according to fucking Gay Meltzer.
2: Yeah, Gay Meltzer and, and his five boyfriends. And, uh, <laughs> it <was just> like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh shit! Then the five fucking boyfriends. I wonder who they are. I mean, EVP anybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh man, continue on, please. Sorry for that. <laughs> but
2: like, I don't, I don't think this is this is news to to anyone. I mean, like, we knew that the young weren't going anywhere. Nobody gonna want them anyway. Is his idea. The EVPs. Like, you think they're gonna leave their EVP jobs and go to the WWE, especially in the state prison? No.
1: Oh, they'll get buried.
2: They they got buried as soon as they, they did that, that uh skip with um Mr. Morrison when they were playing as DX.
1: Yeah. They will so get buried, man. I, I guarantee it. I'll put I'll put my house on it, man. That's how sure I am. You know what I'm saying? 100 percent buried. They'll they'll probably give him something at first and then absolutely Get the golden shovel out and just bury him deep, and then release him. <coughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But anyway, enough of the bucks. Move on to other news where Jim Ross is taking time off from AEW for skin cancer treatments. Jim Ross announced on Thursday night that he would be taking at least a month off AEW TV time to undergo 22 radiation treatments for skin cancer. Damn, that's bad. Starting from Monday jr also said that he hopes to be back for the december 29th dynamite in jacksonville and this is what J- jr actually stated on his twitter he says due to my skin cancer care totaling 22 radiation treatments starting monday i'll be hopefully returned to the announced desk on december 29th in jacksonville and then he also says that tony Khan supports me on this tragedy which has been a blessing my thanks for all your support what do you think dude i mean i hope he gets better
0: Real quick, yeah, I
2: hope so too. Uh, it sucks that he, he definitely he had to deal with, deal with skin cancer and need to be out for a while. Um, but like, I know people, people are or know what they are on commentary. I, I was too at first, but now, but now, like, like, listen to him more on commentary. He's he's just like, he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck about what's going on at EW, and, and that's just the cool. beauty
1: of his, bro. That's what's so good about it. We oh, need God. people like that.
2: And he's just put in two cents, two cents, and every time somebody fucks up, it's like they need they need more more of that they need more of a a, a a right down the middle guy, not just a guy that playing a face, a guy that playing a heel, such a guy that is like does give us it and points out the bullshit.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that we need more of those guys, and that's why he's a blessing. Now I understand how you probably were one of the the others that that thought it was his time was up. But I don't know, man. Call it nostalgia, call it whatever you want to call it, because I, you know, I pretty much grew up on JR's voice. Being a fan of professional wrestling for like over thirty-five years, I know I'm getting old. But um, yeah, man, it'll be a sad day not to hear him on our TV screens anymore. And when that day happens, it'll be truly a tragic, sad day for professional wrestling, dude. I mean, he really is, if not the best ever, commentating professional wrestling history. You got to give him that.
2: Yeah, def definitely, and that is now. Now we're gonna be another Jim Walsh on commentary. Doesn't matter how many people try to be like Jim Walsh or be like be charismatic at Jim Walsh, no gonna happen.
1: I I agree one hundred percent. There will never be another JR. But like I was saying earlier on an, on another show, on the other show on the on the Rampage review show called Carnage, we hope here at the PWC that JR gets you know. Gets a speedy recovery and and hopefully he's back by the twenty ninth. Although I did see one part of his surgery, it looks pretty bad, dude. Yeah, it that it
2: does it does look right and looks looks fucked fucked up,
1: man. Yeah, it is fucked up, man. I hate fucking the c word, bro. That the c word can, is a fucking cunt, literally. But um, we move on to Brian Dennison on talking about Ring of Honor going on hiatus. And, a few, and his feud with Hangman Page in AEW, but on a recent episode of the Busted Open Radio podcast, had Brian Danielson as the guest, some of the topics discussed included his thoughts on Ring of Honor going on a hiatus. Soon after, I mean, if he considers himself to be a heel character for his current feud with Hangman Page in AEW and what he thinks of the matchup. On the topic of Ring of Honor going on a hiatus soon, Danielson stated, I was just sad and especially, I guess, what the hard part in all of this, I think, of the people in the jobs, right? You know what I mean? They're not going to do the full-time contracts or anything like that anymore, or that sort of thing. And and we're coming, this coming in a year. Well, it's likely okay. We've still got the pandemic going on. We've got a lot of people getting cut from the WWE side. You know what I mean? There's not a there's not a ton of full-time jobs out there. And you know, people who sign these contracts and they buy houses. On these contracts and they think it's guaranteed money and all and that kind of stuff where that really hits hard for me is like i was fired twice by wwe it's funny because both times i was fired shortly after i had bought a new car and you have to think none of these are nice cars and they are used cars or whatever you know what you know what i mean damn he says you know what i mean more than what i when i say you know what i mean but like in both of them i was i wasn't able to pay it off in full. But the first time, especially in 2001 when I got fired, I had $350 a month car repayment. All of a sudden, that car payment really – I was having to work two jobs between that and insurance and all that of stuff. I bought the car with the idea that, oh, I'm going to make $500 a week for the next three years or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you don't have that guaranteed money coming in and you're trying to find stuff and you don't have a college education and you're making 50 to 75 bucks per indie show. And whatever it is, you know what I mean. Like it can put you in a rough spot, and especially now, if those contracts are much higher, I assume, than my development, then my developmental stuff, and that's with Ring of Honor and the WB cuts. People are buying houses based on that, and all of a sudden they got a mortgage, all that kind of stuff. So my first thinking in that is the people I'm concerned for. The people. Second, he also goes on to state, just the sadness there of like if it weren't for ring of honor i probably wouldn't be where i'm at today because that was the main platform where people got to know me right and that was the main platform where i was able to show my ability to wrestle and that kind of stuff so yeah you know it makes me a little bit sad but what i hope is that they'll come back with a sort of revigoration kind of with a plan and come back and be awesome you know because i think the more awesome wrestling companies there are the better it is for everybody I think that's one of the that's things that's really been great now is AEW. The AEW has been great for wrestling fans, but it's also been great for wrestlers, you know? It's been great for me to be able to have that kind of choice when my contract was up. I could have stayed in WWE or go do something else. So I think, yeah, I think it would benefit a lot of the people if Ring of Honor were to be able to stick around and then be a great prom- a great promotion. He also continues, though, Track, on the topic if he considers himself a heel during his current AEW World Championship feud with Hangman Page in AEW, he goes on to say, so I don't know what people are talking about. I thought the people of Virginia were giving me a really tough time. I don't think anything I said was wrong or even mean to say. Hey, congratulations, man, Adam Page. You are the world champion. I'm a little disappointed it's not Kenny Omega because that's who I wanted to beat for the AEW championship. And I'm a little disappointed that you're not wrestling tonight and that you haven't been wrestling that much. And I've been wrestling every single week since I've come to AEW. I don't think any of that is overly mean. He goes on to laugh as he says that. He goes, I think people, I think because people boo me and I'm not gonna lie, I do enjoy being booed. There's something just so fun about it and then he laughs again. So I might lean into that little bit more, but there was nothing I said that was wrong or mean or anything like that now. Because of that, I'm gonna kick all of his friends heads in, but I think I'll I'll be doing that anyway. I don't consider it a heel turn. I'm just being me. So, in other words, you're just being dickhead Dan. <laughs> that he's always been in Ring of Honor, for example, pre WWE. Yeah, uh, um,
2: they, Brian, Brian Danielson in uh, AEW. I mean, I think he, I think he's, uh, if he's not as officially a heel, then I think it's a slow burn heel turn, like like uh, King, King of heel heel turn. Uh, but he's he still coming out, coming out of the, the face t- tunnel. You know how they have the the face tunnel and the heel tunnel and all, all that. he's still coming out. I'm coming out of that t- that tunnel. So he, he maybe he just you know being himself, being a dickhead like he always been. um right. But um, I think he need to be a heel in this situation because can't, can't nobody got to boo Heyman Page. Heyman Page is over as hell. I think he need to have that heel. He need to be have have Brian to be a heel while payment hey, paid be the be the over uh uh bigger in this uh this this field
1: absolutely i agree 100 percent. i mean you know but i do think in saying that i know he was being sort of uh uh you know very vague about him being a heel, or not make no mistake he's a heel man
2: yeah he, he he's uh full full flesh. i mean i mean he is. I <laughs> I mean he has I mean not not offensive if not heel tunnel he doesn't come out of the heel tunnel. I mean that that their uh point of view AEW but like I don't give a fuck. I, he he's a heel. But because he's this guy's then Brian Danson is is better off as a heel anyway. You know, he might be a might not night night guy outside of A. W. outside of the ring, but when he comes to that when it comes to inside inside of the ring, he's a fucking dick. And he yeah. hits it. He he will go out there and 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 kick your ass and not and he will smile at at you when when you you get you're knocked knocked out. That's how. That's how
0: much
2: he is.
1: And you you know what? I'm all for it. I prefer Dickhead Dan any day of the week, bro.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what what else happens next with uh, Brian dancing and the Tower of Dark Order. When because he he's like uh, keep on knocking out everybody hesitant in the dark order, yeah. he got be he'll be going up against five on diamond this the next week at Atlanta. So I mean, who's who's next? It will be uh, John Silver or Alex Windows or NJ. Oh, I mean,
1: I can't wait till he kicks oh. the fuck out of John Silver, bro. Straight <laughs> I mean, up,
2: he can kick kick Energy's head in too. I mean, just for fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be fucking awesome, but that won't happen though. <laughs> Anna Jay getting him kicking Anna Jay's head in would being such heat, bro. That would be big news, man, I think if if it was done now and done right. But TK's too much of a pussy to pull the trigger on that.
2: And that that's what, what Eric of do, but they they won't do it.
1: Yeah, there's no way. I mean where was the days of the Dullies friggin' putting chicks to tables? That's what I want.
2: This is, this is the same guy that literally uh Daniel broke his neck in P.O.E.Z.
1: Yeah. I know. Right. Well, like I said, TK is too much of a fucking pussy to actually even attempt to be like, oh, no, my daddy will fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, can you imagine his dad... Oh, anyway, it is what it is. But we we move on to uh, to more news. The Undertaker comments on comparing Omos to Andre the Giant, which is a fucking stupid comparison to me. But anyway, on a recent episode of WWE's The Bump Show, had The Undertaker as the guest, and one of the topics discussed included his thoughts on Omos being the closest thing to a modern-day Andre the Giant in wrestling. He goes on to say, It's funny that you mentioned him, Omos, because I'll say this, there will never be another Andre the Giant right but this guy is as close as we've come i mean and that's a big statement but he's special almost as special and the big thing for him to know and to realize is that he is special and that he's different from everybody else there's no there's nobody you look at at the average size of the wrestler in general is smaller than than it was so he's this guy he's incredibly athletic he's incredibly huge he's just a big big strong man it's important for him to make sure that he protects that and sometimes guys don't understand what that means. He goes, we've had, he and I have had a couple of conversations about what he should do and what he shouldn't do. And if things get too heated, to give him a call. 1-800-UNDERTAKER. Well, I just want to say before I get your thoughts, track. he is special. I am a fan of Omos, right? And he is one of a kind. To compare him to Undertaker, though, I mean, Undertaker, to compare him to Andre the Giant, I don't know, man, because Andre the Giant was a huge megastar, bro. He sold out arenas based on him losing, which was rare.
2: I mean, first of all, of course, Undertaker was stays on dumpster like this on a, on a bump. I mean, that's true. Fuck. That's
1: true. It's a done fucking show, after all. So he'd be talking shit anyway.
2: Yeah, this is this is the same show that they, 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 but really defended the, the spot with um so in so, the so awesome fiend at hell on cell.
1: Yeah, oh I know you're, you're right. I shouldn't have well, even I, thought... I, sh- I shouldn't have even had this as news because it's just bullshit straight up. <laughs> but let's just move on from the bullshit and go on to some real shit and some good shit at that. WWE loses television deal in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese television network J Sports announced that they will not be renewing their television deal with WWE for the Japanese market after the end of this year. Specifically, the network announced that they will no longer be carrying WWE programming after the December 27th. It was also announced that their WWE Pack on Demand service on the network will expire January 31st, 2022. Suck shit, WWE. You, you've earned that fucking kick out Who? What would Japanese fans want to watch WWE right now? Anyway, let's be honest. What do you think, Track?
2: Yeah, it was like fuck the WWE in, in Japan. Like they they have they have uh do Japan they have Stardom they have Noah they they doing just fine over there in in Japan. So I don't think they're they're quite to see sleep and sleep at night. They didn't, they're not gonna be able to watch the WWE. They're not gonna be able to watch uh. Uh, Woman Reigns smashing dudes in the ring every every uh Sunday. So, like, I don't see any problem with that.
1: Hey, I agree, man. I, I agree 100%. But we've got some more contract news, and there are various news on Rocky Romero, on AEW, and New Japan Partnership. MLW announces open door policy, and more. But, um, We go on. Rocky Romero comments on AEW's partnership with New Japan and WWE's talks with New Japan, which is quite interesting. He was on a recent episode of the Battleground podcast, had Rocky Romero as the guest. Some of the topics discussed include Romero revealing that Kenny Omega played a big role in the forming of a partnership between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling, and WWE's talks earlier this year for a potential partnership with New Japan Pro Wrestling. On the topic of Kenny Omega playing a big role in the forming of a working partnership between AEW and New Japan, he goes, he goes on to say it kind of started with Chris Jericho, AW, with AEW's New Japan crossover. He goes, obviously, John Moxie being a guy who's important to both companies, Moxie always wanting to do something and kind of being that main focal point because obviously he wasn't really mixed up in, into the drama of what was going on between AEW and New Japan and wrestlers, whatever. And then the third big component, I feel like, besides Tony Khan, was obviously Kenny Omega, Kenny being part of it and kind of. Kenny was one of the ones who reached out first and just said, hey, I know Moxie and Kenta have this thing, and I'm doing this. Obviously, he had a big rivalry with Moxie as well. So, you know, Moxie being the focal point. So, you know, obviously, Kenny and New Japan had the issues as he left New Japan to join AEW. And I think so that was a big step in the right direction. And obviously, Kenny is incredible at what he does. He's literally one of the best. He's a true pro. And obviously, to see that grand picture... He was the one that kind of who helped facilitate that amongst, I guess, probably at least the EVPs. You know, he goes also on the topic of that. talks earlier this year with New Japan for a potential partnership with New with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Kazuchika Okada making a a potential appearance in AEW. Romero goes on to say, you know, I mean, I don't know how much I can actually say but could say that definitely they reached out. You know, that be definitely reached out as they do every X amount of years. I feel like they reach out. I mean, obviously, Brian Danielson being in the middle of that was no secret. And it was no secret to Tony Khan either or AEW. So, obviously, Tony was part of that too once. Brian was completely free and clear to make those talks with him. So, yeah, there was. A lot of people talk, you know, what I'm saying. There's talking. I wouldn't go so far to say there was ever going to be a – a big deal or anything like that it's just like you know that comes knocking on the door and they want to talk people are going to listen to what they have to say but i mean obviously working with aw versus working with wb is two completely different things you know where aw they have a true understanding of new japan and what the product is and have a complete respect for the history of the product for what the product is for the rest is and how they do i mean obviously because you know new japan versus kind of leaving new japan helped to start AEW. So there's always been that crossover connection. So it just seems to make sense in the grand scheme of things. Both companies working together, and I think it's been, obviously, it's just the beginning of it. And I think that is going to be uh, like the Hangman Page, Kenny Omega feud. is going to be a long-term thing. So I think people are excited, of course, and they're ready for Kazuchika Okada to show up and fight Kenny at full gear or something like that. I think this is going to be a long-term thing because both companies are building themselves up right now, and that's that. What do you think? Well, first of all, what do you think of the first part about, um, about Kenny Omega and, and new Japan?
2: Um, uh, well, Kenny Omega mega and, and new Japan. The, that, the, that, that will have always been weird ever since he decided to just say, fuck you to them and go to AEW. Right. And it like, I, I never forget, forget how, how they try to basically bully new Japan and, have them walk out as champions. You know they were gonna leave. Uh, they, they would go to they wanna go renew their contracts afterwards. So, um, I don't think I, don't, I mean I don't, I don't know if we ever gonna see King and in, in New Japan again. If we do, it is gonna be a real real shock to see, right. I mean, But um, when it comes to New Japan and King Omega, I think that's still a rocky uh relationship. I think, and I don't think they're going to have anything to do with King Omega in New Japan, in, inside New Japan anytime soon. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be surprised. I mean, especially not right now since King Omega be out for like almost oh, a year. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, exactly. I do think we'll get a Nakata appearing in, in AEW, though, eventually.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely going to happen, especially if they keep on uh, messing him on AEW TV. It's going to happen. And if it does happen. People go 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 lose their freaking minds.
1: Oh, can you imagine? You hear the coin drop like that, Ding. and then you hear the <laughs> that'll be that'll be awesome, man. Yeah,
2: it's like they they gotta know who who the hell, who he is. Not like it's not like they're gonna be acting dumb and like, oh, who the hell is this, this guy? They marked out when uh Juzuki, Juzuki came out and just, they sung his song, and Kazan so they they know exactly who, who who these guys are from New Japan. Like they're not
1: right, absolutely.
2: They're not mostly don't know shit about wrestling. These, these are guys that that watch that watch shit other than WWE.
1: Yeah, that's true, man, for sure. And, and thank God for that. But um, in our final sort of pieces of the news. We've also got Johnny Gargano actually re-signing a one-week extension to continue his run in WWE for, like, another extra week. Is he gone from WWE, you think? I mean,
2: for me, it would not be if probably re-sign, especially if he's willing to sign a, a, a week extension to do, the, do this war game, war game match. Um... If he does go to, he does, he does, if we sign to WWE, I don't know where, where he will go. But I don't think him being AW would be a good good fit, in my opinion. Um, maybe he can go to Impact Wrestling. But like, in my, in my honest, honest opinion, if, if, if I was Johnny Gargano, I would, I would stay in WWE. Yeah,
1: but there's nothing left for him to do, man, unless he goes on the main roster.
2: <laughs> I mean, he, if he goes and he does, if we sign an NFT, he will. He, I think he wanted. They wanted him to go to main roster, and, and they wanted him to be like a big, like mid card, card champion,
1: champion. And was, uh, I think even worse than that, man. He'll be on main event week in week out.
2: You know that, and not, then not, future David. Yeah, now just think about it. Yeah, just just leave. Just yeah. Get it. See what I mean. Cause I, I mean, I'm trying to, i trying to give, give these guys a benefit of the doubt, you know, give them reason <laughs> to stay. But it's like, it seems like that doesn't matter what they do. If they call you up and they may watch her, they will, li- literally cut you weeks later and have you not, not work for ninety days. They purposely did yeah. that to, they purposely did that to hit well. They purposely did that to kill Cross. and
1: it, it, it I sucks. I can't believe Killer Killer Cross is released. But anyway, sorry, continue.
2: And it it sucks and it's like to avoid any of that, just have John god leave it in, in, in that and it's like I don't know where I don't know where he'll go after that. If he does go go to AEW, go, go I mean good for him, but like I don't think I think he, I think he'll be lost himself in AW. In my honest opinion, well, does- I agree,
1: one hundred percent. And It makes me wonder why the hell they got Tony nice
2: Oh God! Don't get me started. That that dumbass.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like seriously. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. That's why I didn't even mention him on the on the Rampage review show. But uh, yeah, but in our final news piece, that's you know newsworthy. This past Monday's episode of Raw featured a real life attack incident by a fan towards Seth Rollins. The attacker, Eliza Spencer, recently claimed claimed on Instagram that he was booked by Goldberg. This guy's sick, seriously. And Vince McMahon to commit the attack against Rollins during the show. Spencer also revealed a series of messages between himself and a person named Seth Rollins, detailing him being a victim of an apparent scam and catfish incident. Team Z also held a uh, recent interview with Rollins, and one of the topics discussed included his thoughts about the fan attack on Raw. He goes on to say, of course, of course, it was terrifying, Brother! Brother! it happened very quickly so i was mostly just reacting and hoping our security team will come and do their job which they did very quickly and then it was just trying to detach and move on you know i hope that everybody's okay Rollins also stated that he realized what actually what was actually going on after he got tackled by the fan he goes on to say well yeah i knew it was legit once the tackle happened i knew that was going on the guy was barreling around the corner i didn't no no it didn't hurt I mean, it was startling, but it was not. It was just a tackle. No, I did get hurt. No serious injuries. Nothing like that. What a weirdo! I was safe. He was safe. Everything's okay. He goes on to say, "Um, he, what the fuck was he? He's like, no, 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 no. I wasn't hurt. No, 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 no. I am hurt. No, 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 no. It wasn't anything serious, dude. Make up your mind. Were you hurt or were you weren't fucking hurt?" Jesus Christ. I want to do so. what I do want to say about Elijah Spencer. That fucking spear looks pretty mean from the right, man. That was like a pretty good spear, bro. Yeah, it
2: was a pretty good spear from from a dumbass. Um, <laughs> yeah. This I don't know. I I mean the whole wall uh, this bad money I wall was 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 shit. Like not not that or so, but like the like uh, for the fan experience like you got that guy attacking uh set wallings you got some other guy that was talking trash to montez ford on a, in a dark <laughs> match yeah. right. kicked right like what the fuck is going on in new york like is is intro ground <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh what's going on in new york go continue please what are we going to say about
2: our it, other yeah.
1: favorite track
2: H.R. Brown part is, like, I know he can't be mean in those mean streets, but <laughs> I, I get it. He trying to make everybody know he be mean in those mean streets. But, like, listen, uh, you try to have all your all your all your, all your bros from New York trying to ta- harass guys like Seth Lawrence, uh, guys like uh, Ford. Like, uh, you need to calm down, man. I get it. You, uh, you it. I get it. It's New York is your city. It's a dream <laughs> city. I get it. Oh,
1: get it.
0: man.
2: I mean,
1: Brooklyn, hey. <laughs> 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 what about Manhattan and Queens, bro?
2: Manhattan, maybe Queens. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, <laughs>
1: uh, oh man, but gotta let,
2: just let you guys just keep their guard down and not try to harass all the stars in WWE when they come to come here. I mean, I get that. I get mm-hmm. that Duttersy Rossery suck balls. Okay. It was the, <laughs> probably the worst preview of the year, but that doesn't <laughs> mean you have your, have the the hustle lights go out there with the wall superstars. Like, like they did this Friday Monday with Seth hours <laughs> and, and Montez Ford. And oh, just yeah, if I ever seen that shit and uh, like, I've I seen a, a fan t- attacking a wrestler or what whatnot, I'll be like, you know, what? Get the get him the fuck out of here! Oh, I'll, I'll kick his ass. It's just like, is this these these stupid shit, this this doesn't happen at all. If you do that, you don't consider yourself a fan. You're a hard, You're a dumbass, and you just still don't even be a stuff. A, 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 you still not be a wrestling fan at all. Like people like that make me sick. and me uh, upset to be a wrestling fan.
1: Yeah, absolutely, that's true, man. Because yeah, these guys are look, man, they're sick, bro. Like, that's what it is, man. I mean, this guy truly believes... And I've seen the text messages, by the way, between himself and a person named Seth Rollins. Right? Get this, dude. First of all, the guy typing in Seth Rollins could not type for shit. Had no grammar. I'm not not saying... Look, if that was the real Seth Rollins, I'm talking about Colby Lopez, right? If, If that was really him, damn, man, he needs to go back to school. So there's your first fucking... You know, red flag, right? Where it was clearly not Seth Rollins, but this guy was convinced it was, right? And all because if you saw the, did you actually see the text at all?
2: Yeah, I I saw. I already knew it was bullshit.
1: Yeah, straight away. The best thing is, the funny thing is, he was extorting him for money, dude. Too.
2: That that's that's fucked up. Like this is why I I, as soon I see someone. Trying to play, trying to pretend to be another wrestler
1: or famous person, I just blocked their ass immediately. I don't have time yeah, for that man. Not just that. It, it, it's pretty obvious if it's the real one or not. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, seriously now. But, like, look, man, the only thing, he reminds me of that other dude in Florida. Do you remember the guy that that was uh, obsessed with, with the females? I forgot his name. He was, I can't remember his name, but do you know who I'm talking about?
2: I I can name a lot of uh, men that are obsessed with females, whether um, the WWE uh, or independence. Oh yeah. Independence.
1: Well, yeah, oof, especially in these. But but yeah, I mean, look, there's been a couple in Florida. Actually, uh, one that that broke into Mandy Rose's house was it? Uh,
2: Sonya Deville's. Uh, oh yeah,
1: yeah. It was it was Sonia What was it, Sonya Deville's? It was Sonia Deville and, and Mandy Rose, though. That were in the yeah, house, I believe. I
2: believe. Right. Yeah, he, oh
1: no, was it Alexa Bliss?
2: Well, uh, the guy Vader is the Bill's house, but maybe wasn't well to be at. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I'll you got me. the other guy that got shot in the butt by cops. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now you got this guy, who's telling everybody that Goldberg and Vince Man told him to set up this sort of angle or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's not even an angle, but if true, just say it was true, right? I'll give him one thing: where he ran from was kind of strange.
2: Yeah, I, I, as soon as I saw saw like a, like a big shadow coming, what I was like, what the hell? How did he
1: even get past security? But Yeah, but not just that, he was on the stage area, man, and got past security. Like, and that this, this is,
2: the, I mean, New York, New York people sometimes can be dumbasses. I mean. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to be nice, man. I am oh, not, not talking
2: about AK Brown. I'm not talking about the hustle. I talk about, oh man, the other, the other uh, New York guys. So the New York people <laughs> can't even do their
1: fucking job. <laughs> oh, so you are you calling are you calling New Yorkers savages?
2: In, in a way, yeah. <laughs> But like, I mean, H.R. Brown and them, there, there are actual savages that that talk their will shit. But <laughs> these guys, that they, they people want to attack people, attack wrestlers for no for stupid reasons. They're savages for the dumb reasons. They're savages. No, of course. They're out out here thinking that they, they they won they they won New York, but they don't really want New York. It's just like it's just it's so stupid. It's just I
1: understand. New Yorkers are a bit, you know. And shout-outs to, to all the New Yorkers out there. We love you, man. But, it's, yeah, there's, there's some truth to this. I mean, New Yorkers, are they're, they're bred differently, bro.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, um, I mean, I, I don't mind the state, the city of New York, but sometimes those, like, <laughs> there are the guys out there, people people out there that, that act like they're all oh, hype. Man.
1: Oh, man. Hey, it's New York, man. You know how their mentality is, right? It's us versus them that's how they think bro. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just that New York state of mind. You know what I'm saying? It's just, don't get me wrong. I, I love it in many ways, right? Because they're all the same, bro. They've all got this attitude. They've all got this bravado. You know what I mean? Even the females, man. They've, like, I, you know, I've, I've met quite a few New Yorkers in my time now, now that I think about it. And I know quite a few that are friends, but man, they're all the same, bro. They're all the same, but that's what I love about them. But yeah, it can get annoying after a while. I'll, I'll admit, <laughs> but me saying that, I still love you, New York. It's it's all good. There's nothing but love.
2: Yeah, I, I know New York City is, is is. I mean, I mean, one part more part of me wants to go, want to go there uh, uh, sometime, but at the same time, I don't. It, <laughs> it, not because of the city, because it's the people. It's just it can be a little bit hectic. Uh, oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, track. <laughs> 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 uh, I know that was a bad fucking try of a of a New York fucking maf- mafioso type of guy, but uh hey man, uh Laura like said, it's nothing but love. But track track, he can't be beating these mean streets, bro. And I'm talking about A Track Brown. It's true, he can't be beating these mean streets. I mean, even Seth Rollins said he can't be beating the mean streets. <laughs> it's true. But you know what yeah. popped me the most, dude? Seeing the professor Travella vera Cruz, where you can find right here on the PWC network doing his professor's perspective and also the Pro Wrestling Reflection Show. But man, him I don't know if you saw any of the videos of him attending Survivor Series with Track. Oh god I, Track I, Brown, I, that is. <laughs> yeah. How fucking funny was fucking him saying, Aren't you happy to the fans that he gets up? Get up and be happy for you know what I mean? Everybody, come <laughs> on, and no one's fucking reacting. <laughs> it's fucking funny man that, that that made me laugh so shout out to the professor man keep doing your thing even though he's not a New Yorker technically I mean he lives in Bombay, New Jersey <laughs> but you know still the same same same
2: if you want to say Australia does, doesn't
1: exist One, two, three, <laughs> you're a character man but I think that's it man I think we've covered the news that actually matter are you saying that, check, Tell them where they can find you once again, bro. Well,
2: you can find me at, at Twitter at MacAdamsCraziness. At, 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 you can find me on Instagram at MacAdams1612. And you can find me here on the PVC, on the Friday Night Carnage, and on the PW Hustle Zone where I do HR Black uh, Experience I do funny moments of the Hit in Mars, P-P-P-S-O, PVC, you name it. And I do all kinds of sick uh, wrestling related, so make sure
1: you subscribe if you haven't you're not gonna be be disappointed absolutely 100% facts and and as far as I'm concerned you can follow me at at the PwC Network on Twitter and at DJ Mass Effect and please like and subscribe at the network.podbean.com and at at MarkMedia.com and even at The Hustle as I think pwhustlenetworks.podbean.com well in saying that I'm I'm Jimmy T, he's Michael Davis, aka A Black, and you've been listening to the PWC Extra Show right here on the PWC Network and at markmedia.com. Peace.
2: See ya.